Hello everyone and welcome to episode 19 of Lost in Translation Mon. I'm May. And I'm Jay. And this week we watched City Under Siege. Or Break Through the Barrier, Zudomon's Bark. And Wizardmon's gi- Wizard Bear. Wizardmon's Gift. Or Perfect Attack Together, Sparkling and Jewelman. So on to obnoxious synopsis. So the first episode that we're going to watch this week is called City Under Siege in the English dub. Or in the original version, it's Break Through the Barrier, Zudamon Spark. What do you think happens in, these episode, in this episode? Wow, alright, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Okay, so City Under Siege, um, I'm going to guess that that is a massive misnomer. Like, whereas usually I would take the name and say, well, because it's called this, this is probably what it is. Um, the last episode we saw that Vampire Man was weaving some kind of magical power to, uh, like, mist a border around the city. So a siege is generally like an army sits outside a city and starves them out and stuff. What I'm guessing instead is that everyone's trapped inside and can't get out, and it's them kind of handling that. Um, So it's not a siege, but siege is a cool word that they use in the title. That's my guess. What was the Japanese one called? Uh, It was called Break Through the Barrier, Zudamon Spark. Uh... Oh, God. Um, it's a problem because I don't know what a pseudomon is. Uh, my best guess would be that it's like, it's the Mega Ikakumon that it evolves for whatever reason. Um, and... it's, not, it's not the Mega, it's the, the perfect or in the dub ultimate. Right, that's what I meant, that's what I meant. Um, and so I assume it's that and it, it breaks through... It uses it breaks through the heavens with its drill, and it smashes through whatever mist wall it is and frees Odaiba from the evil vampire man. That's my best guess. So, what do you think Zudomon will look like? Oh, um, this is a problem because you know I would have just said strap metal onto this hairy walrus, um, and I can't cheat because he's not actually in the opening. I don't think. Um, in the, he's in the English opening, yes. He is? Well, I can give you a hint. Zudon, yeah. it means hammer thud. God, I maybe I just don't pay attention that hard, but well, I have no idea. Um, uh, so, my my best... You know, I, again, I would have just said, like, take Ikakumon and just strap metal to him, a la Metal Greymon, Metal Guru, whatever. Then Guru stands up and is a werewolf. And also, Togemon is not a cactus anymore. Well, she blooms from the cactus's flower. Yeah, kind of, but that's well, not how evolution would work. No, well, we see that in the evolution sequence, that her orange hair that Togemon has is actually a flower, and Lilymon yeah, comes out of that. I know that, but I'm just saying that's, as evolution, that's really dumb. Especially because well, other evolution. evolutions are, it's what it's called. It's digivolution. Uh, yeah, we've covered that. That's, that's a clever thing the English did. Um... But everything else is like, oh, you just strap metal to it. Uh, oh God, it's, it has to be a sea creature. Um, no, I've, I've got, I, I want to just say that Ikakumon stands up and has a giant mallet. <laughs> it probably doesn't, but that'd be awesome. So what do you think his attack would be? Um, uh, uh, like Ocean Hammer? Or like sea sledge, something weird like that. 
Look, if his name is Hammermon, it's going to be really, really hammer-based. Do you think it's going to be a good episode? Um, I think, and you're going to hate me, I think I'm going to complain about the bad guy and his terrible plans. You always do that, though. I know, but I feel like this is going to be an episode that invites it. Whenever we have a bad guy, you just say, wow, this bad guy is so bad at being bad. No, but I mean, like, not in a general sense. I'll be like, this plan he's got here is really stupid. <laughs> like, this particular one. These set of events all went wrong because the bad guy made bad decisions. And that it does happen often, so that's a fairly weak guess. I get that. But, again, the show doesn't know what a siege is. So, mm. Who do you think will be um, starring in this episode? Like, which characters? Well... My obvious guess was if if it's Joe's Digman that like digivolves, I guess Joe. Which you know what? It's it's about time. They were kind of setting it up last episode, but like him in summer school and like failing, and being pepped on to like actually pay, pay attention to what's going on in the city. So I'm hoping that pays off. Rather well, than he, he he is the second last one to get to their perfect level. We're still waiting on TK. Well, Hikari's hasn't yet. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about Hikari. Yeah. It's just that it's in the intro. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, that's those are my guesses. Any other characters you think will be in this episode? I mean, they'll all be there. I'm I'm really hoping that this is a lot like the last one where it shows like everyone trying to deal with it, and then at the end, it's it's Joe like rising above. But I don't have a lot of hope. <laughs> my optimism, without having seen the episode, is always fairly low all right so the next episode that we're, we're going to be watching is called Wizardmon Wizardmon's Gift in the English version and in the original Japanese it's Perfect's Attack Together Sparkling Angel Woman I thought you weren't going to tell me that no 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 it's, it's, the, next, it's the next two that I'm not going to say oh okay um Perfect attack together. Because we've that... already seen this in the opening. Perfect attack together is just a bit with Tiki, where uh, Patamon evolves to perfect level, and there's two angels. All right, yep. So That's... is that what you think happens? Yeah, because I've seen it in the opening. <laughs> so you're sure that TK is going to get to his perfect level? I would be really shocked if he did, but the title is so convincing that I'm sure what's going to happen. So why don't they say Sparkling Angel Woman and uh, Mon Yet to Appear Mon? Or, you know, angels attack. If his together. name isn't Angemon, what the hell is all I want to show? Well, we don't know. I guess we'll have to watch. Anyway, so, I'm, which so it'll be. Um, I, like, I, I think that it... You're right, there is a pattern there, and they usually go one at a time. But if there's if there's ever going to be, like, a teamwork with mm. Angel, um, it, it could be Lilymon. I guess you've got the flying women... What was the first title called? Wizardmon's Gift. Oh, I mean that's that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing, because it just it just tells us you know that he's gonna do something that will make Gardamon evolve, so it's meaningless. Do you like Wizardmon? It's fine. His design's cool. He's he's too much like an exposition machine and not so much a character at this stage. He because he showed up out of nowhere and was like. Hey, character who was mysterious, this is your backstory. Huh. And that character was like, I was there. I know that. And he's like, haha, isn't it awesome how we're talking about your backstory? Do you remember that time that happened? Yep, yeah, I remember that time. That's how natural dialogue works. Basically. 
So do so do you think Wizard One will actually have a big bit in the plot, or do you think that's just the English title? <sighs> Ooh. Oh, that's that's tough. The problem is that there's nothing to go on from Hikari's crest name. Light is meaningless. How like okay, you know what? Maybe sincerity or purity is purity is really hard to like main, to show and mm. you know she ended up being whining and crying and that's what it was. But you know what is way harder? Oh, Hikari's holding a light bulb. I'm going to evolve now. I think it's just like her glowing personality. That's dumb. Well, I always thought... Especially because like, she doesn't have one. Yeah, Especially in the English version, I feel that she's a bit of a Mary Sue character. Like, definitely in the English version, because she's just so... I mean, know, I mean a Mary Sue is a very particular kind of character that has a lot of very specific traits that people forget about. It's very self-insert, so you have to identify who the author was and why they put themselves in. It's very, like, everyone suddenly loves them. Well, everyone does like Hikari, and she seems I mean, very much perfect in the English version. Okay. I, I understand what you mean by Mary Sue. They're, they're mm. overly perfect, but that's it's a very specific term, particularly to fan fiction. She also and, sounds like an old woman in the, in the English <laughs> version because she's like very mature. She's eight, but she's not, you know, she's not crying. or. It's like funny she's... because uh, of all the anime characters that are legitimately played by old women, i.e. Naruto and Goku. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, I don't get a lot out of it. And I, you know what? I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I know that they give individual issue I- issues, individual episodes to uh, Digimon when they're getting their perfect evolution. But I think they would screw over. Wait, hold on. We've already seen Angelmon before. We've Does... seen Angelmon before. Well, no, it's it's sparkling Angelwoman. Yeah, yeah, but we don't need to have Angelmon in the name because we've already seen him twice. No, but you mean and you're talking about Angemon's perfect level that you no. said might be in this episode. Oh, I, I didn't mean that. I just yep. meant Angemon. Okay, oh, the okay. two angels. That, yeah, that's what we saw in the thing. Yeah, like okay, a- there's a- no Angemon. mystery to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that it gives it away, but at the same time, who didn't see it coming? Which which implies to me that like Patamon and Plotmon or whatever, yeah, are like cousins. Well. Maybe, like, I don't know, they're both, like, animal-looking. How animal could they looking. not be perfectly related if they make just male and female of the same thing? Well, I think it's said at some point in the series that hope and light are meant to be. Also, I maintain, uh, as far as I recall, looking at the intro, um, Andrew Woman, religious thing, metal plate on face. Yep, basically, you have, yeah, I, like, I never realised that before until I... you pointed it out, like, you know, in earlier episodes yeah that everything holy doesn't you can't see their face i don't know why that is maybe it's like to imitate the pope's hat but it's on their face how much cooler would the pope's hat be if it was like a big metal visor yeah and if you had wings that'd be sick no i don't want the pope to have wings yeah i never realized that like ongoing theme but do you think this will be a good episode (sighs) um really really hard to tell based on the nothing that is this um it sounds a lot like we're gonna have a massive amount of exposition from wizardmon or alternatively really wild guess really wild here it's like a big battle with with vampire man and like wizardmon sacrifices himself and that inspires Gardamon to evolve 
Would you like that? Like, that no. seems really dark. That's, it's not even dark. It's just really lame. <laughs> like, it seems, that, that seems like a really sad thing to happen, because I like Wizardmon. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's dark for sure, but it, it it's the kind of cliched lame thing I would see kind of happening to inspire. But you know what? I, I want Wizardmon to stick around, and I want him to inevitably betray everybody. That'd be sick. <laughs> so do you think Wizardmon's the big bad? No, I don't think that. I just, oh, I guess if you're evil, you kind of, and you're even reasonably powerful, you become that. But no, it just he's got this weird design where if he he could be so evil if you just had him say evil stuff, and he's so it's so weird how he just showed up being really nice out of nowhere. Like he's just like this minion who's doing stuff, except he's a nice guy for no reason. I don't know. There's lots of there's lots of potential for him to do awful awful things but he probably won't again oh, like I f- yeah I, I forgot a question from the the last one like well we may as well address them both now so it's pretty obvious that a digimon evolves in this episode true in, well both these episodes what do you think the evolution to zudamon is going to be like well zudamon i didn't know would be an evolution I guess because sometimes they put a name in that means nothing, but because the thing was like positive compared to a siege, the idea is it's probably a good guy who evolves, which means it's one of the kids. Um, but what was the so can you say that again? What was the question? Uh, what do you think the evolution will be like? The activation of the crest. Oh yeah. Um, God. Uh... Uh, Joe's crest is reliability okay. in the hey. dub and sincerity in the original. My guess. Oh, I don't know how you can how you do both because my guess was totally based on reliability, and it's so weird because it's not. They're so ephemeral and hard to pin down because I still can't figure out exactly what was going on with Mimi's. Like the Digimon goes, "You're through your pure heart," and I'm still like, "No, it's not." <laughs> it's because she's crying. Um, but uh, I can't really figure out what I was thinking. What it would be is like he's out and he, there's like a big fight happening. And they're, they're, you know, they're doing whatever, and they really need Joe. And just as they really need him, he gets a phone call from his mom. And his mom's like, I saw the C you got. I'm so upset. Come home immediately. you got to study. you got to study all night. And then he's going to look around. He's going to see his friends and go, no, I need to be here. And he's going to hang up. And he's going to, like, have his bigger responsibility to end, like, his friends and stuff. I don't know. It could be a whole thing. And but that's then, not very reliable to his mum, though. No, 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 but you know, he's being reliable to his friends. And she's, she's, she's like, I don't know. But is that sincere? Or alternatively, like, he sits down and does a test and gets 100%, and bam, evolution. <laughs> yep, he evolves in the exam theater. It's true, and, like, sincerity is what kind of breaks it for me. And to be honest with you, it's going to be exactly how it's been every other time, which is they're in a fight where it needs to evolve, and it evolves, and then they kind of just... They just kind of uh, dance around why it was. He just he just had some thoughts, and he was like, "I have to be there for my friends." Cause again, what's sincerity? Um, and then he evolves, and it's like it's because you're so reliable. And then he hits something with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the evolution to Angelmon? Uh, again, I think I feel like Wizardmon's gift having already done his narrative purpose of giving uh what's of giving Gatamon like her back her memories back 
is probably like to die <laughs> and inspire them to evolve or it could just be magic there's no reason it might just not be magic he does magic we've confirmed it hmm. so do you think it'll be a good episode with Mon's gift uh, it's really hard to tell um if Angemon is there actually no i was gonna say if Angemon is there then it's obvious that um it's gonna be like a story episode but the last time he showed up was nothing so well, he's now completely 50 50 which is useless um. No, you know what? I think we discussed we discussed it last time that this one was it's on people's top lists. So I think so. Both both of them are quite high on Digipodify's ultimate ranking. Okay, so I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess I just have to trust the information that I've been given. <laughs> do you, do you, which do you think will be a better episode? Hmm, it's really tough. I'm gonna go with the. Angel Woman one because Gardamon's a newer character and I'm not going to have as much to complain about about the way it evolves because at least Light has the excuse of being meaningless whereas reliability is probably going to be really silly maybe maybe we'll just have to find out when you watch the episodes then you're right that's the stance every time I make these predictions anything else to say about what you think will happen I'm just working on titles here so I've really run through all my thoughts on it so this week we had some Digi news. Yay! First of all, um, big Try news. It's been revealed that this uh, that Try that Try takes pl- place six years after the end of um, of Adventure. So what we're watching now, and three years after I, I almost spoiled Zero Two, but th- three years after Zero Two. So we know that Zero Two's canon. So yay! So that's a bunch of people are very relaxed now because I think a lot of people were worried about that. As I said before, I didn't really mind either way. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy that Zero Two is still there. But it also means that I'm not entirely sure if, we'll be, if uh, Jay and I will be able to cover it because it might be too spoily, spoilery for him. But I will cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, the next piece of Digi news is that um, two of the mystery people from the second Tri PV have been given designs and names and, vo- and voice actors. So first of all, we have the guy that Ty was talking to is a part-time teacher who serves as a substitute homeroom teacher. So that explains what, why Ty was going or like he looked kind of grumpy. Um, his name is Daigo Nishijima and he's voiced by Daisuke Namikawa. And we have a design of him. He looks like he's wearing a... He looks a bit like a conspiracy theorist to me because he's wearing like pink, what look like to be slippers um, and a white lab coat and brown shorts, and a shirt with a star on it. And the other character were, was the uh, mystery person that a lot of people thought was Ken, and she's a mysterious woman who appears before the Digi Destined. So her name is Maki Himekawa, and she's voiced by Yuko Kaida. And, uh, yeah, so I also became the first person in the world to cosplay her about ten minutes ago, so yay me. Did you uh, try hard? Tr- yeah, did you try? Did you want try hard? And you don't know that you have no confirmation that it didn't happen like five minutes before you. No, I know. It's just a feeling. Yes, I'm the first. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 the best. <laughs> so um, lame. So in addition to that, Toei announced that they will unveil a promotional video on Monday that will feature the voices of the main characters. So that sounds exciting. Depending on how big it is, we might have another special, but that's just how 
depending on how much of a big thing it is and if we have much to say about it. Um, it might just be in episode 20, we might talk about it for a few minutes, but if it's like we have a lot to say, we might have might have a special like we did for the last Try PV. So uh, I believe that's it for DigiNews. Do you have any thoughts about Zero Two being confirmed for canon, the series that you haven't seen yet? I have literally no thoughts about it because I have no emotional investment whatsoever in that series. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the two characters? Like now you've seen them and heard about what their type of character will be what, what, and you've seen what they look like. What do, you, do you have any thoughts about them? My primary thought is that it's interesting that you equate a lab coat with being a conspiracy theorist. No, it's just the no, it's, it's how the whole outfit doesn't go. I don't know why, but conspiracy theorist was the first thing that came into my head. It is weird to be like a substitute teacher with a lab coat, unless he's a science teacher. Maybe it's because the other one kind of looks like Scully to me. I guess. It's kind of like he might be Mulder and she might be Scully, but that's just me. You're really overthinking it. (laughs) But I think you might be right, you know, in the special episode, how you said that she looks like a reporter or investigator, because she does have that feel to her. And she's definitely not a kid. Like, she's definitely probably, you know, I'd, I'd say in her 20s. I mean, at a guess. Yeah, maybe 25, maybe younger. But Let's she's, be honest, she's animated ages are difficult to understand, like, yeah. judge. Well, she looks about as old as um, Daigo. Isn't that that really good Street Fighter player that is, that is in Street Fighter moment number 32. 37? Oh, 37, yeah. Um, uh, Daigo Umahara. Maybe, maybe he's just a really good Street Fighter player. That would be very odd and specific, and I'd be all about it. Yeah, it is 37. I was wrong. Evo moment 37. Everyone look it up. It's amazing. I'm going to put that in the show notes. <laughs> just because it's just the way the crowd pops. I guess it might make mean nothing to people who don't play like fighting games. No, the, the thing that's amazing about Street Fighter moment 37, or Evo moment 37, is yeah. that even if you don't understand fighting games, it's awesome. <laughs> mm. So... So do you have any thoughts about the female character, which no, is Ma- Maki? Not really. I actually think that her design is kind of boring. Yeah, but it's easy to cosplay. It means I can just <laughs> grab things from my cupboard and cosplay her. It is true. That does help. Uh, but like, no, I literally just used my tie wig, even uh, though it's a bit slightly different. Yeah, I don't think anything about her stands out as particularly interesting, and I'll have to see if she does anything interesting first. This is I Will Show You DigiWorld for this week, and it's suggested by me. Um, and I'll send you the Digimon that I want to want you to react to. So this Digimon is called Bakomon. What do you think Bakomon would look like? Wait, Bakemon? It's the goat. No, Bakomon. B-A-K-O. Bakomon. Um, okay. Bako. It's B-A-K-O? B-A-K-O. Mmm. A muffin? Like baking? Why a muffin? Oh, ba- mm. Bakomon? I don't know, that name gives no clues. Alright, so uh, are you ready? Sure. Alright, got myself a little link here, Bakomon. And it is a very slow loading page. It's a box. <laughs> it is, in fact, several boxes. But it's so cute! It's got a little Christmas presenty thingy and it's got duct tape for hands. Uh, no, it's holding a duct tape in its hands. There are different species of uh, Bakumon too. They're in a Cross Wars episode, I believe. Uh, it occurs to me that this is just a Pokemon. No, it's not. It's just a Trubbish, except in a different shape. No, it's way cuter than Trubbish. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it's, it's definitely cuter than one. But what I'm saying is that like, it just feels like a Pokemon. Yeah, I, I sent you a photo of, the, of a few Bakumon so they can look different. 
how are they not completely different species? Because we've established that if you're the same species, you look uh, in. You have the same name. You look exactly the same. Hence your villages of Piomon. Hence your villages of Coromons, etc. They're well, all precisely the same. The other ones aren't really given names for memory. I, I don't think they are, but they might be like like there's a different coloured Betamon called Madoki Madoki Betamon. Madokamon. Uh, so this is probably, you know what, I'd have guess it'd be Bakomon, Bakimon, Bakemon. <laughs> oh, it can't be Bakhe, damn it, that's ruined. Well, there's be... already, there's, there's Bakemon and then there's Bakomon, no, not Bakomon, Bakumon. What I'm saying is that these five should have just been all vowels. Yeah. You don't need to show me Madoki Betamon. Yeah, the <laughs> thing is, it's Madoki Betamon's like a, they turned up the hue a bit, it's a different, it's sort of like a bit brighter. Yeah. It's just the Gazemon is what are they called, yeah? What? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, uh, Gizemon are different. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, Gizemon are orange. And... Yeah, the one that looks the same. They don't look the same. Okay, it has, like, spikes instead of a mohawk. I'm going to take your word for it. I'm thinking of something else. You're thinking of Betamon? Maybe. Because Betamon's just that. Oh, that's why okay. it's Madoki Betamon. What's Madoki mean? Um... Madoki Doki. Hey, Madoki means beetle. Uh huh. Well, beetles are green and have orange mohawks, so that they hit that right in the head. Yep, confirmed. So, do you want to read the Gmail email first? Sure. So we got an email at lostintranslationmon at gmail dot com, uh, and its subject line was J the Lopmon Emperor, which, if you want your thing read on the on the show, that is a good title to have. And they say, uh, this is from, uh, oh my god, I can't pronounce that. I think he told me how to pronounce it once, but I'm still not sure. It's okay. like Equinstal it's, it's Tietl, I think. Lix, it's Lil it's Those are eyes. Like the, the first thing is an eye, I think. It's Ixil Ixlil Cross Oxchitzen. It's Edgar, who, who is Edgar on Twitter. We, we chat. He's okay. Like, <laughs> uh, they say, I think the line of questioning where the Digimon's bullets come from uh, is a bit misleading. I mean, why question that and not where the energy bolts come from? Where do, um, how does the white rabbit talk? How does its lungs expand? Uh, how does its lungs enable speech? Its mouth? Um, how do Digimon breathe? Some don't even have noses. How do the kids breathe in the digital world? Um, and as Prodigious so wonderfully introduced, do women menstruate in the digital world? Which um, they don't. They don't. If they don't eat, they don't, I think it's the same sort of rules. Um, well, I guess we can cover that on a few things. I mean, first of all, uh, you have to ask yourself a question. I'm going to address this last one uh, about the menstruation, I guess, eating and all that stuff. Is that the idea that their bodies are in digital world is always in question, I think. Because we are aware that six months in the digital world is like two minutes in the real world. So it is po it is possible that you could go your entire lifetime where you age to death before a month actually goes by um, as a possibility. I don't know. Although I guess that possibility would also lock you into menstruation forever if you enter the digital world that way. And that would be gross. Oh god, please, no. Um, and as to the question of, whether, of, of what's the difference between bullets coming out of these Digimon and, and, and like an energy beam is that it's the difference between 
creating energy and a conversion of energy into a blast. And that makes sense. It's a really classically understood idea of like a dragon breathes fire. Okay, it has internal mechanisms to create fire and it goes. Or, you know, they channel energy and they throw it in a Dragon Ball Z-esque kind of way. Um, but the creation of matter is a really different thing. A missile is a very complex, like, uh, machine. And for whatever reason, Ikakumon can generate them. And, yeah, I understand the desire to say, well, an energy beam is the same. But it's so different from just the general projection of energy to the manufacture of an object. And you can so it's understandable to eat food and turn energy into another just another blast. But to turn it into a, a missile or bullets, I mean honestly, I'm already weirded out by them having armor plating when they evolve for no reason. But they have an endless supply of, of bullets. And yes, I understand that addressing it as a fantasy setting does kind of solve that but i don't think i don't think that that's what the art style allows i don't think that when you introduce modern weaponry such as a missile launcher such as a minigun or any of that or your dinosaur made out of guns uh, i don't think the setting any further allows you to just hand wave it away without at least asking the questions. And as to how the things talk and how they function, I mean, that's all internal. And you can at least kind of un guess because, you know, they were created digitally. Um, and as to breathing, you know, they probably don't need to, again, because they're digital constructs. The likelihood is that if you stuck, say, Patamon underwater forever, it would be fine. Because I don't think, uh, do any of the Digimon ever, are they ever in any kind of threat of drowning? Like, Yukakamon can swim really well, but none of them can ever drown, right? I think that they might have lungs that breathe oxygen. It's possible, but if they don't need to breathe in the digital world, why would they need to breathe in the real world if they're still digital? I don't know. I don't think they do. Although, if they're ever actually in, um, in danger, then I guess I would be wrong. But in my experience thus far, I don't think they need to breathe. Um, and then they say, I believe we get Jay's... Uh, that this show seems like a science fiction show, um, but it's not. It's very much a fantasy show with science with a sci-fi aesthetic, uh, but it's a fantasy show. How does Harry Potter use magic? What's their algorithm? Neil deGrasse Tyson would love to question Dumbledore's science background. And I understand that, but again, you've introduced sci-fi concepts, um, and they they justify it. The thing about magic is that it is that you go in with the understanding of this overarching idea it's magic don't worry about it but this one is like it's all happening inside computers this is where it is we're trying to reason it all out to you these things are viruses this is where it all comes from and once you start entering into this explaining game that's a science fic that is science fiction and just because saying it's fantasy hand waves things away makes it easier doesn't make it true uh or so saying it's fantasy and hand waving it doesn't make it true. It is absolutely a science fiction show because it enters into the explanation discussion and then it introduces further elements that make no sense. And yeah, those, it's not even a criticism. Those points aren't relevant to the show. I understand that. Uh, I just find it really interesting that you've got a character designer who sits down and goes, 
I could have it breathe fire. I could have it shoot energy beams. What I'm going to have it instead is its chest is going to open up and its nipples are going to be massive catfish nipples. <laughs> and I'm going to have them shoot that at the big boxing cactus. Like, that is what the designer sat down and said to himself. And I think that's really interesting. And probably a very poor decision, all things considered. I think they look cool. So... Uh, the last thing, no, there's actually quite a bit left. This is a very long email. Um, so they say, it's sad to hear uh, Mr. J uh, didn't like the first half of Digimon. Although they, um, they agree it's highly flawed, but still enjoyed it. Uh, that's why they advocate a total remake of Digimon without stripping it of the Digimon like Summer Wars. Uh, the broad strokes of the show are really good, and a streamlined remake can really bring out their potential. Uh, it's a shame whenever we ask about anything. Uh, past adventure right now since Jay can't answer and May can't either to keep the control experiment pure. Uh, luckily we have enough to discuss with adventure. That's, that's true. Obviously I lock us out of a good deal of discussion but I think that that might be worth it when we get there. Oh yeah definitely because in the episodes where there's not much changed we can still talk about Jay's, Jay being the you know him, 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 this being new thing to him. Especially when in the second episode, I don't think we'll talk much about the differences, but I'm sure Jay will have a lot to say about what he thought of the episode as someone who was new. So, also, there's a second email from the same sender, um, because it was sent to a wrong email address originally. Uh, if it ever, if it actually got to somebody, then to them I apologize. And it says, uh, can I just echo the sentiment that Jay should be should become an evil overlord? Uh, I can imagine an evil little Lotmon taking out of the children than singing karaoke with Edamon. Uh, to be fair, I have to agree, Edamon really had those kids on the ropes. Uh, I just wish that they had done more of that with my Otismon. Um, because according to Jay, if my Otismon really wants to get the 8th Digidestined, he should really be murdering every child he encounters. Which guess... Antamon said would be a good idea, like, in the, in the first episode we watched. He's like, well, I hate to argue with him, but I just think it'd be the best way just to kill everyone. Uh, there are two ways to interpret the email here, which is A, yeah, kill all the chosen children, and B, like, you're after the 8th child. You know they're a child, that's all the information you have. Literally kill every kid in Odaiba. Well, Vandamon says, it, like, well, he hints that he's pretty much going to eat the the children yeah i don't but he doesn't yeah but he says he's going to oh no um so i guess the writers didn't put enough limits on um to vandamon uh such a shame jay's not liking my uh, my otismon in the email you switch between vandamon and my otismon um that's because they i switch between vandamon and my otismon to be fair like it just happens but what can you do Uh, no nostalgia to cloud uh, jay's judgment but i think uh he would have still felt the same even having watched it. Uh, as for Wizardmon not being a Digimon, uh, apparently I'm not wrong. They're from Wichelney? Which, Wichelney. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's from a V-Pet that I really want, but it's really hard to find. It's called Magical Witches, and they open up like little books, and you can, they connect with each other. But each, it, each diff, there's like different versions of Magical Witches for each like clan. So there's like a, a, a blue clan, which is water, and... I know I really want one, like really badly. I've wanted one for a while because I saw someone on uh, Tumblr with the one, and I just said I want one. But, uh, Apparently, yeah. it's an alternate dimension full of digital wizards. Yeah. Also, to state my bloodlust, um, they suggest uh, a show called Shadow Star, uh, which is very similar to Digimon and Pokemon, except uh, with apparently a lot of brutality. And I appreciate the I appreciate the suggestion, um, and I appreciate the image of the lot more murdering all these kids which is pretty good uh what was it i think i think i've covered everything here it's a very long email 
it, it's good. It was. It's. I like it. Well, I just looked up Shadowstar and like the cover seems to have a little girl like with a gun pointed at her face. All right. Fantastic. That's exactly what I want in my media. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh. Hello, Persona. Yeah, it does look a bit like Persona. Okay. All right. So on to the other messages, which I need to find. There they are. Good job. All right. So first of all, we have one anonymon on Tumblr, and uh, they, they've asked, how long has May been trying to learn Japanese? So this is a complicated question because first I went to one uh, uh, primary school where I learned Japanese for one and a half years. So that was prep and grade one. Uh, they basically just sit you in front of like Studio Ghibli movies. So you watched my neighbor tutorial like 10 times or something. Uh, and you learn colors and like, that's about it. Then I went to another school and learned French, which we did nothing. We just cut and paste things. Uh, I didn't learn any French except for like, I don't know, le cut, le paste. And uh, then I went to another primary school and learned Japanese in grade five and grade six, where we basically just learned how to read hiragana. And then when I went to high school, I learned it from year seven to year 10, where year seven and eight, we basically just learned how to read hiragana and katakana and how to introduce ourselves. And then year nine, we learned more about how to introduce ourselves, like have a more in-depth uh, self-introduction. And how to, and then in year ten we we learned how to order food, or also in year nine we learned that. So that's not a very I don't count that as learning Japanese because it's it's not intensive. Um, you're not really doing much. You're just being told this is what this means. Um, like so I I went to Japan on, with the school on a school trip and basically I was really good at ordering food, not good at anything much else, but I could. I could read some. I could read Japanese, but I couldn't interpret it. So now I'm sort of like teaching myself to actually speak Japanese, and I'm doing that by playing Japanese games and reading that way because I think that would be a better way to motivate myself than to you know sit down and study because it's yeah. I think I'm motivated by playing my Digimon game. I'm playing a uh, Anno Tame at the moment. And I can, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm understanding some of it. It's, uh, it's good so far. I like it. But yeah, so that's the answer. So I don't, I'm sorry, I don't really have a straight answer for you because, like, it's not really. It's been like on and off learning, and like, as I said before, I don't count any of the learning that I did in primary and high school to be actual learning Japanese because it's. I mean, I, I've retained basically all of the knowledge there, and I, I did learn like you know, fifty kanji, I'd say. But, and I've retained all that knowledge, but I don't say that's really learning so much as being told. And now I'm actually learning it. I don't, I don't know anything about Japanese, except like the couple words you eventually pick up over anime. Yeah, like sushi and itadakimasu. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, sushi. Wait, no. Oh god, I hate, I hate, okay, so there's something that really annoys me, which is how some people say sushi. They say it's sushi, and it's, I don't know why they say it. For the record, I said that just to annoy you. I know. Good, good. It's, good. it's important that you know. I do have a funny story about how I went to Japan. So when you sit down to eat a meal, you say, itadakimasu. 
And people, and if you eat a meal on a train or wherever and you say it, someone will say, hi, so this. And that means, yes, go ahead. And after a meal, you say, got your summer desta, which means um, thanks for the meal. And so when we were doing this at a school, uh, one of the kids in my grade said, gosu um, jin summer, which means master. So instead of him saying thanks for this meal, he said master, like kinky master. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I find that really funny because all the kids just basically shat themselves laughing. And that's my story. Yay. Fantastic. All right. So on to With the Will. I've lost my notes again. I just I just recently switched over to taking my notes in Evernote, so I'm not really used to having them in Evernote. So the next one is from on With the Will. It's definitely Jeff who says that he enjoyed the battery racing at the end. It made it very exciting. I'm glad. Um, I was so worried that it would come across as, you know, a bit how you going, like not very good when I was editing, but it actually came across as fine. So that's why we didn't like re-record it. Um, I'm on 38% battery life, which should last us through this recording. Because <laughs> last time I was on like 20% I at mean, this time. I mean, ideally. Uh, Chuck Mon on With The Will said, the race to the finish was funny. May you missed a perfect reference to battery mon. No, there's not much info on him, and then Chakmon links the Batterymon page on Wikimon, um, and he and says that he's basically just a low battery warning on the crossloader toy. And uh, and yeah, I, I I know that because I do have one, and I love Batterymon. I just wasn't thinking about him because I just wanted to get my battery to not die and to finish the recording. I think there's something similar on the Tamagotchi um, color. Pets like the IDL and the the P's and the four U, but I can't quite remember. It's not exactly Battery Mon, but it's the same the same sort of like battery that looks upset. Um, next next from With the Will is Fexmir, who says Sora's hat is Schrodinger's hat. It's soft and hard at the same time until you observe it. Something I was thinking about is the moment the Tailman goes from being evil to being good, she becomes a damsel in distress. And this, like, I, I thought about this. I'm like, wow, I never realized that. But yeah, she kind of does. She gets captured immediately. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, but... in a story sense, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, you were in close proximity with the bad guy, and when you were on his side, of course he didn't commit violence against you. But the moment you turned against him, it makes a lot of sense that he starts to commit a good deal of violence towards you, and you become in distress. Um, I could see I could see the writing being done in a different way, where you write it so that she turns and she just is fighting the whole time, but it's established that he's more powerful than she is, and mm. the which whole... makes sense because um, he's a perfect level and she's only an adult level. Yeah, although also, she has we... single-handedly fought perfect levels. Yeah, so we know that's we... irrelevant. But we also see that Vamdemon can single-handedly like fight a bunch of perfect levels, so he's obviously a stronger than normal perfect. Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense that you'd become in distress if you fought him. Mm. Uh, it does suck. I agree. The damsel in distress cliche is a bit rough, but also this was the '90s, so it wasn't quite as rough back then. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Fexmeef then says, May, how do you end up planning to deal with Try for the podcast? Are you waiting? Are you going to wait until Adventure is done before watching it with Jay? Are you able to resist to talk about it up, up until then? 
So as I said earlier, I'm now we know that Zero Two is canon in it. I might have like I'll watch the first episode um, before I watch it with Jay, and if it has anything super spoiler about Zero Two, especially the end, I won't be watching it. I, I won't make Jay watch it until the end of Zero Two. Um, so originally, the- uh, yeah, originally if Zero Two was going to be retconned, we would have met Booger's. We would have just covered try as it comes out because we will be. I think we should be done advent by by adventure by November, but not the whole like including zero two. Um, so yeah, I'll either like find another person to do try with, or we'll wait until we're done with zero two to cover try. Like there's six movies, so we're not. I don't think we know like the whole like how often they'll be out, but. If we have to wait for it till after Zero Two, we will. If I have to find someone else to talk about it with me who has seen Zero Two, I will. Depends what Jay wants as well. The likelihood is that uh, it will come out and May will scream yeah. or, you know, send me a message that is 90% A's for, you know, <laughs> a full page. And then, uh, you know, I, then she'll watch it and she'll go, it was, it was really good, and just scream more. And then, I'll go, so what happened? She'll go, I can't tell you! And then it'll repeat like that every time an episode comes out. And then in, I don't know, uh, two years, I'll finally be allowed to watch it. No, not like, I think we should finish Advent, like, Zero Two. I haven't put the actual maths in, but, like, when we started Adventure in April, and we've missed two weeks, Mm. so it's only taken us, like, five months to almost finish Adventure. Uh, We're we're slightly over halfway. So if we say uh, yeah, so if we say like seven months per season, like we should be bit done with zero two by like mid next year, I'd say, depending on like how if we miss any more episodes and depend like it's all very dependent on stuff. Okay, so but, at the end of next year. You know, like yeah, well, eventually we'll be we'll be done with zero two, and then we can get entertainments, yay. Yeah, the it all depends. Yeah, it all depends. Yeah, the promised land. You'll you'll like. I'm pretty sure you'll like it. It's got cards in it. You love cards. I'm a fan of cards. Yeah. Well. Okay. Imagine if Magic the Gathering was became real one day. That's Tamers. Except I, I, there are characters in Magic that I care about. Well, the the kids care about Digimon, like you care about Magic. I understand that. There are lots of people who care about Barbie dolls the way I care about magic, but I don't care about Barbie dolls as a result. And then you made your own magic OC, and your magic, the gathering OC, became real. I'm okay with that. And you were, like, best friends with your magic, the gathering OC. Did we try to take over the world? I don't know why we wouldn't. You you, you would, though, because it'll probably be, like, a cross between... Your, your magic, the gathering OC, would be a cross between Nicobolus and Jace, so probably. Anyway, so the next question is from Thunderdramon. And he says, I think it's a he. So they say, so that bit with Phantomon had me downloading the dub background music. Thanks a lot, you two. With that, I got a question. If you can remember, what's your favourite music from the dub? Soundtrack should be easily findable on YouTube or something like that. So I'm happy because I already have had my answer when I saw this. So I was kind of like, yay, but I listened to other ones just in case. So I, I was stuck between two. Uh, my first one is called Heroic Theme, and whenever I hear it, I just feel like something like really good's going to happen. Like you know, oh, this is something amazing. This is something important to the plot. This is pretty cool. 
and it happens in a certain part in something we haven't seen yet and it's just like ah oh, this is so good and you know that it's cool and like like it's really well like I want to say choreographed but that's not the real word because they're already it's already it was already animated but it's it's the music suits the the time where this thing happens I have no it's really good. I have no uh, complex reason um, for picking the one I did. Basically, I loaded them all into my music player and I just let them go. And then when one of them caught me and I, I had to kind of look up from whatever I was doing, that meant that it was the best one. And what was yours called, called again? Phone tag. Yeah. Which may or may not exist. <laughs> no, no, it, it exists. I found in the, the playlist I sent you. Ah, great. My other one of mine that's my favorite is um, called Optimistic and whenever I hear it, it's like it kind of reminds me of the happy part of the Jurassic Park theme song but even though it's nothing like that at all but it just sort of it seems so carefree and whenever we see it it's in a situation where the kids are happy they're at home I think the one of the first times we hear it is um, when Sora's thinking about how lucky they are to have their Digimon, even though in the Japanese version this is her saying, how can I ever get close to my Digimon? She's so different to me. Um, we're never going to get along. So um, they kind of put it in a part that's a bit depressing, but they changed the uh, the tone of the of what she was thinking to something happier, and it suits the music. So yeah, that's my, those are my answers. Are we playing the songs at all? Um, I'll be overlaying them when I edit them. Ah, I see. Cool. Like softly in the background while we talk about them. Nice. Yeah, I, th I think I said that when, when I linked you. I don't remember. I don't come to these production meetings you keep talking about. <laughs> Alright, so now we can actually talk about the episodes. So, episode 36 starts where we left off. Lilymon is being is fighting with Myotismon and she gets frozen by his attack. Then Bergemon comes along and rescues Lilymon and Sora and... Sora's and leaves Sora's mum and Mimi behind instead of just grabbing Sora's mum and Mimi, which I think she should have. She would have had enough room for because she did just pick up Lilymon as well. But never mind. Hey, you don't need Mimi if you got Lilymon. Or it's no purpose. Yeah, Lilymon's the important one. But uh, yeah, so Taichi and Yamato are talking about um, Famdemon, and Hikari comes along and says, "Oh, it's all my fault." And so in, in the, um in yep. English she's way whinier. Yeah. Like in Japanese she's like, "Is this my fault, man? I'd feel really bad if it was my fault." And in English she's like, "It's all my fault." Yeah, they did sort of overplay it. So then in the original Taichi says, "Don't worry, it's not your fault. It's Vamdemon's." And then, but in the English version he's like, "Don't worry, it's destiny." So he's not saying it's not her <laughs> fault. I love that. No, it's destiny that it's your fault. Don't worry, kid. It's destiny. And Ty seems a lot less serious. Like, he's making jokes. He's not really taking it. And we'll even get your little cat friend, too. Like, he's not... He doesn't seem very sincere or serious about the situation. But Ty, she's like, don't worry. I'll protect you. You can you can leave it to me. I'm your big brother. Like, you know, he's he's more of a leader. Like, he feels better than Ty. Also, when they run off in the dub for some reason, they made it sound like that they fell over when really they were just going downstairs. 
Did you notice that? It's really weird that Matt's a better leader as well because, well, he's better with like a little kid because it's it's the canon that he's awful with kids. Like he's bad with TK. That's the whole deal. He makes her cry earlier. Like I mean, later he 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 makes her cry because like she says, "Oh, tell me that everyone will be okay," and he's like, "Well, I guess Tai Chi's only one person," and then she starts crying. But this is like later on. Um, I'll keep. Is that in this episode? What? Said in this episode, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's before she gets kidnapped. God, Kari in uh, well, Kari in English is awful, especially in episode two. They 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 change her to be worse, but it's not it's not it's not Mimi bad, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, they make her kind of. I think I've mentioned this before, but like, she she they try. I think they try to make her much more mature than she actually is, but they also make her slightly whinier and a bit sort of they make her they try to make her too special they try to make her more special than she already is like she has the crest of light that's all that's already special but they try to make her even more special they try to make her wordier they, they think they try to make her a bit smarter but she doesn't have to be smart like i mean <laughs> she's not dumb quote may uh 2015 women don't need to be smart <laughs> no i mean no, she doesn't need to be smart because she's eight. Like, no one's expecting her to be. Like, she's just a normal, like, eight, besides being special, having the, the crest of light. In the, in the original, she's just, she's a pretty typical younger sister. But in the dub, they make her wordier. They make her a bit sassier, I guess. They try to make her, like, I don't know, specialer in how she acts. Like, they don't make her act like an eight-year-old. Like, they kind of make her sound like an old woman. I, I mean, guess so. Not the voice, but, you know, the personality. Mm. So then Koshiro gets an email from Jenai, and he's instructed to set up a digital barrier so that the Bakemon can't see them from the house. Uh, the original Jenai says, oh, tr- you have to transfer it to another computer, though, because this is a program that I've already installed in your on your, on your laptop. You have to put it on a big computer. But this isn't explained. It just you have to you have to download this app that I'm sending you. Let's be real. This is a really confusing moment for the episode because the title is called "Break Through the Barrier," and then Izzy is the one who makes a barrier. Apparently, no, I think the fog is the barrier. Though. No, I understand. That's what I always thought as well. And they refer to that in the next episode. But at this stage, uh, the implication is that the barrier, because this is the only barrier that's mentioned in the episode so far. Is this one that he's making now? Hmm. But it's... Well, it's also kind of the barrier because it's stopping all the water buses. Yeah, yeah. But as I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is that uh, this, as the first time that barrier has been to the episode, and the episode is called Break Through the Barrier, it has this weird positioning where it sounds like they're all going to be assaulting his house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I still think that it's my Mon's thingy. Well, yeah, I do too, and they confirm that later. Not in this episode, like the next one. They never mentioned it in this one. It's weird. Anyway. No, but they mention it when they're talking about the water buses not being able to go, I think. Not as a barrier, they just say they can't go. Yeah, but I always interpret it as a barrier. But, um, so then we see that Takeru and his mum are at the place with the water buses, which I don't think they're really called water buses, I think they're just called fairies in the in the English version, and uh, in the original, Tekuru's mum is wondering 
where what'll happen because the water buses aren't running. But in the dub, she's just saying, "Wow, I have a bad feeling about this crowd." Yeah, well, crowds are pretty awful. Wouldn't want to be in one. Yeah, like maybe she's feeling anxious because she's not. She's like saying, "Oh, there's lots of people here. I wonder why there's so many people here." I guess I think that's what she's saying anyway. Yeah, and there's, you know, it's a danger to the kids, and yeah. it makes it's a reasonable thing to be concerned about. So then we go back to Koshiro, and his mum's trying to pull him off his computer, and she seems a lot like stricter and sterner in the dub. Like she's saying, "Come on, you have to leave this instant," but in the original, like she's she's just very pleading and soft, just saying, "Come on, we have to go," which I think is fine. Like, like I don't know, I I, I like the way she is in the original. I don't know why they had to make her. Strong. We already have a strong. We already have the strong mum. Can't we have the, you know, the pleading? We have to go one. Also, she's distressed. I don't think she wants to yell. And um, so Koshiro's dad says that they have to have faith in him. But in the dub, the, he just says, "Oh, the kids seem to have much more of an idea than we do." And this is instead of you know we should have faith in him because this is what we always do. So then the Bakemon break through, and they can't see them, and then. Tentamon starts talking, and Izzy's mum faints. Yeah, in these episodes, we have this really nice thing, well, it's something that I appreciated anyway, which was that uh, the parents were a lot more reasonably surprised. Because in the last episode, everyone seemed kind of too okay. Oh, the mum was not. The, the Tai Tai's mum, she was like, why are you on the dinosaur? Get down off that dinosaur! <laughs> Well, there's, the like, there's, also, there's also talk about why Matt's dad's so okay with this, but I'll explain that later on in the series. Right. But, uh, yeah, do you have any more comments about that part? No. All right, so on to the... Uh, so, yeah, Talmon is going through all the children, and Myotismon sa says you have to choose which is the eighth child, and if you lie to me, I will kill all of them. But I think in the English version he just makes a, like a snide comment. Yeah, yeah, child murder. <laughs> because, you know, child murder is not cool with the with the English crowd. Except it should be cool with this vampire man. Well, he does say he wants to eat them in the Japanese version. He does do that. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> so then Joe finds Tekaru. Gomon evolves to give them a lift to Odaiba. And Tekaru's mum's looking for him. And she says, it's dangerous, get off. So then in the original, Joe introduces him and says, oh, don't worry, I'll... I'll take care of your son. I'm in the sixth grade. This is my full name. You can you can trust me. I promise that I'll get him. I'll, I'll get him back safe. So that ties into his crest. But in the dub, he's like, "Don't worry. I, I was in his woodworking, the same woodworking class at camp. He almost chopped off one of my fingers, though. But don't worry, it's all right." Just chill out. It's totally cool. <laughs> um, I this is at the stage I started guessing. I'm like, hmm, how do you think they uh? they work the how do you think they work the reliability into the evolution is it because i don't know he is it because like he's looking after a child he's reliable yeah. is it possible that that's it um and yeah it was just i was making a lot of guesses yeah at well, this well that's that's fair enough you meant to especially in the japanese version it's straight up like links that to um, his crest, he's saying, I promise that, don't worry, you can rely on me, I'll make sure he's okay, I'll get him back safe, I'll, I'll take care of him. Also, I want to point out something, when TK, like, 
says goodbye in the English version after he he just said, "Yeah, I chopped off one of almost chopped off one of Joe's fingers." He says, "Don't worry, I'll bring Matt and Dad back home before dinner time." And I'm like, "Did the dub forget they were divorced?" <laughs> I didn't catch that at all. Because that's just I had to pause and rewind and say, "Did he just say like? Did is he just saying, oh, don't worry, I'll be back before dinner time?'" No, he says, "I'll bring b- back Matt and Dad for dinner time." Incredible. So in the Japanese version, she just sort of says, oh, dear, please look after the children. And I think this is talking about Yamato's dad and Tekaru's dad, I guess, to say, oh, you know, they're going over there. I hope he protects them. But in the dub, it's actually really depressing because she says, oh, no, now I've lost all of them. Like, I guess referring to the divorce. So maybe the dub didn't forget that they were divorced. Maybe. Um, although, I guess they're all just all in Odaiba, and they're all in the fog. Although, I have to wonder if the mom would be quite so resistant and like to letting them go if Patamon evolved and she was staring right at Anjuman's abs. Because, yeah, Anjuman's kind of a babe. <laughs> and she's like, okay. But, uh, you know, he, he's only evolved, like, at, at this point, he's evolved big twice. Actually, I mean, the kids can go. You have to stay here. Yeah, please stay here and look after me. But, uh, yeah, so then we go back to... There, there's a lot of, like, character switching. We, like, they switch the, through the characters a lot because I yeah, guess they're separate. It's really fast, and it occurred to me that also they're very far apart and they're all in different places, and it was actually hard to get a sense of where everyone was. Yeah, and they're all doing something that's relatively important. Like, like oh, so... So Koshiro is going to go out and find the others. So then his mum says in the original, please promise promise me that you'll come home back to us safe. And that's fair enough. But in the dub, they kind of make this, this cute, corny moment where they say, oh, you've grown so much and you'll always be my little boy. Like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, it, it, it sort of, like, elaborates onto the sort of, you, you're my little boy, as in, you know, she's, a, like, He's adopted, so. But, but they're still they're still his parents, and they still love him. And I don't think at this point that they know that he knows, but he definitely knows. But they still love him, and they're great parents. Yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah, so it's it, yeah, it's nice to see that in the cartoon, and then it's also nice to see that they haven't chopped out that part, like they haven't removed that part in the dub that they're like his adoptive parents. Because I guess they could kind of chop that out easily. They might just be talking about, oh, what is he hiding from us? They they come up with a completely new secret. Did he know that the dog actually didn't run to another run to a farm upstate? Yeah. Or, oh, I he doesn't have any friends. Why? <laughs> Does he know that he doesn't have any friends? We have to keep it secret. Does he know that I'm not actually cooking him all these meals? I'm just ordering them for takeout or buying them from the freezer aisle in Safeway? Trust destroyed. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm glad they didn't try to cover that up because it would be easily done. But it's nice to, you know, see that they're welcoming all families, well, all heterosexual families. (laughs) Well, we don't really know if Yamato's parents... A straight like is that why they broke up? Yeah, we don't know if any of the I mean any of the parents could don't have to be straight, but they're all in straight relationships. Like, I'm sorry, but let's be Matt... honest. This is not the this is not the play the time or place for sexuality discussion. I mean, Matt's dad is not kind the of a time hard dad. or place. 
Okay, so what happens to Digimon? Right. Um, so then we see a very exhausted Bakemon, and in I, I, I thought there might have been a change, but an added silly dialogue, but really that was he was really saying the same thing. He was exhausted. He doesn't like being a lackey. He's overworked. Actually, there was a, there was one really good change I liked. What I'm a it? pooped spook. Yeah, I'm one pooped spook. That was good. But uh, yeah, it was still he was you know he wasn't just having a rest. He was actually thinking, man, I'm overworked. And then Taichi comes along and beats him up. <laughs> <laughs> he punches a ghost. Oh, and I guess if you punch someone right in the soul, that's basically what happens. Right in the Solomon. Nope, didn't say that. Solomon um, is an evolution from Bakemon, which is basically Bakemon with a hat. I'm not really happy to That's... hear. Oh, yeah. Is Bake... Do you want to see Bakemon with a hat? No. Okay. So, anyway, so Sora comes along and she tells Taichi where Vamdemon's holding everyone. And in the Japanese version, she just says, oh, yeah, he's just holding people there. But in the English version, it's everyone in Odaiba. I think she says everyone in the district. But, like, not really everyone, because there are people, you know, who aren't there, I think. But it's, it's most people. So um, so then we go back, to, we, we rotate characters again, and Ikari talking to Yamato, and in the original she thinks that Wizardmon's dead, um, but in the dub they just say that um, he just got captured. So then Hikari and Yamato are talking, and she wants Yamato to tell her that everything's okay, and he doesn't, so she starts crying. Crying will solve all of your problems. Don't worry about it. But yeah, as we said before, like she seems a bit windier in the dub. I mean, she's still crying in both versions, but I don't regret clicking the Solmon link. This is kind of the best thing ever. Yeah, right. It doesn't look real. It looks like someone photoshopped this. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wizard's hat on a Bakemon. No, it's a witch's hat. Wait, no, it's it's still an adult level. So maybe it doesn't evolve from Bakemon. Maybe it's just a different form of Bakemon. They're brothers and or sisters. Good job, everybody. Wow, I'm happy. I'm so glad that I witnessed this. <laughs> it was actually really enjoyable. Um, so, continue, sorry. Um, yeah, so then we see Mega Seedramon, and we see how strong he is. He destroys a bridge. He destroys Rainbow Bridge. So, like... So by Mega Seedramon, yep. you mean Slifer the Sky Dragon. What? He looks exactly like Slifer the Sky Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh, but with a face mask. Um, you might have to link me that, because I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, just one second. I was banned from Yu-Gi-Oh, because it was too violent. But you could watch the thing with the with the nipple missiles. Oh, no, I got banned from that as well. I got banned from everything, because it was too, too violent. Uh, I, I guess that explains a lot. All right. Maybe I'm just wrong, but this is the this is what it reminded me of. Um, um no, he looks more like a, another Digimon. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'm looking forward to seeing that one. And by looking forward to, I mean no, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, so then he knocks everyone off. Takeru starts drowning, and he's thinking about Yamato. And then Joe rescues him and gives him a plank, and then. In the in the sub in the the original he says, "I promised your mum I'd protect you. I have to keep my promise." And then he drowns and his crest activates. But in the dub he's just like, "Oh, I wouldn't want your mum to worry. You're just a kid. I'm responsible for you." So like, same sort of thing, but 
not linking to that promise because he didn't have a promise. He just says he chopped off my finger or tried to or something. I find this really interesting because on one hand, obviously it justifies um, an evolution by like reliability. And I can really appreciate that because I, I told you in the, I, I mentioned in the synopsis, which was, I have no clue how you're meant to make reliability a thing that will come up in a fight. But it's that, you know, he keeps, he's, he made a promise to protect somebody and then he puts himself in danger to do so. So step one of that is really cool, which is that they made a really compelling way for him to make the evolution go. What doesn't make sense about this is that, like, that is a really weird and unfair prerequisite for your, your guy to evolve. Like, courage just has to do something kind of brave. Well, his crest is, in the the original, it's sincerity, but it's also been interpreted as, as faith or honesty. I get that, but that doesn't make it that doesn't make it better that he has like an unfair uh, thing he has to make make go. Everyone else, like love is really easy because you feel that for your Digimon anyway, and it just comes up naturally. What about purity? Yeah, that was also, but that one, I, to be honest, I think they bullshitted that one pretty hard. <laughs> Well, it's her being, uh, yeah, as I said, it's genuine. It's being, like, genuine feelings and, like, being honest to your, like, like her, her, also, her crest had activated before, so I think that it wasn't really needing that much of a full activation because we saw it fully activate in um, Princess Karaoke because it reacted to her being honest to her feelings and to, to everyone and, you know, not being selfish and stuff. So... I don't think her crest really activated in um, Flower Power because it was already activated. It basically just reactivated activated again for her being pure of heart and it was sort of an easier activation because it already activated. But Joe's hadn't, this, like we hadn't seen Joe's activate yet. What I'm saying is that if Joe had protected TK without having specifically made a promise to do so first, would his thing not have activated? think would still activate because he still saved him he was still being faithful and reliable mm. yeah that makes sense mm. but uh yeah so in the dub tk talks during the end of zudamon's evolution says oh who's that and then patamon says oh well, i was wondering where he'd finally show up and the oh i love patamon so much i wish i could do a proper wish i could imitate him better but yeah he'd say oh wow i was wondering where he when he'd finally show up um like did, did you know Patamon? Did did you did you know all the evolutions and what they look like? Did you did you know? Did you? <laughs> well, he he wanted to know when Ikakuma would evolve. That makes sense. Yeah. And because if of all of them, it makes sense for Patamon to think about evolution a lot. Also, yeah, Zudamon's basically Thor with with like fur. By the way, I think it's interesting that you've got this like Norse thing going on, and then they change it away from being Norse. In the uh, in the English, it goes from being Thor's hammer to Vulcan hammer or something mm. like that. Yep. Yeah. So in the dub, Joe says that Zudamon is breaking through the fog when it's actually just his crest. So I don't know why he's saying that Zudamon does it when it's obviously his crest, and we've seen that crests can do that. Like later on, uh, Mimi's crest wakes her up when she's like being put asleep by Vandemon. <laughs> And, like, I mean, Vandemon puts me asleep, too. Like, so no, I'll just kill the children. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. So, yeah, that's a thing that happened. Yeah, <laughs> Mega Seedramon got defeated. They they find Wizardmon. 
and uh, another switch to character. Koshiro is looking for around Fuji TV for the others and is rescued by Matt's dad. Hot man in cupboard. So then Sora finds the other others and oh, this is the best part in the episode. <clears throat> I have to brace myself for this. Alright, Phantomon comes with Tuskmon and Snowmon and says Say hello to Tuskmon and watch out. Avoiding his razor-sharp horns is no easy task. <laughs> Sorry. And here's the second member of our tag team. Snymon, a deadly praying mantis Digimon, which is so appropriate because you're all about to become his prey. It's awful. Yeah. I hate him. I hate him so much. So this is just instead of uh, the narrator doing the Digimon analyzer, um, and also just because, just so we know that Phantomon, Phantomon's a ghost, he goes, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm a, a ghost." So he goes, whoa! Also, I noticed that... What's what's it called? Um, okay, first of all, actually, I want to talk about Tuskmon. So, it's called Tuskmon, but it doesn't have tusks. And no easy tusk. And also, its attack is something about Knuckles. So, actually, no part of it is correct. I don't know why it's called Tuskmon. It's really confusing. But he's got tusks coming out of his back. No, tusks are specifically long teeth that come from your mouth. I looked it up. Just to make sure. Oh, okay then. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, so he doesn't I have, have tusks, to... and also I noticed that the other Digimon is just Scyther, it's just a Pokemon. It's just... Yeah. Uh, what he's, I do like about cool. this fight is that at some stage, I believe it's Phantomon, uh, wraps like throws a chain at Matt and like wraps it around his neck. Yep. And so for the first time, I think in the entire series. Uh, Digimon attacks one of the kids instead of their Digimon. Yeah, because guess what happens if the kid dies? I'm assuming the Digimon's not going to be too powerful. Nope. So, like, he has a legitimately smart plan, and for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, because guess what? Like, we've established that Phantomon should be the big bad, because he also says, I don't, I don't want to disagree with the master, but we should kill the children. Yeah, I'm I love really, Phantomon I'm so really much. I'm really glad they uh, eventually got there. And decided that yes, murdering the children is probably a good plan. Yep. So Gururamon and Matt are losing. Bergemon evolves and starts losing. Yamato is being choked, and he, and like Hikari yells, uh, "No!" And the crest that Wizardmon starts glowing. She gives herself in, and Phantomon, I love you so much. He says, "Well, what a refreshingly helpful attitude!" Whoa. Whoa. And then, um, so I also noticed that there's more clip moving. So there's this at the, the the end of this episode ends with Taichi arriving, uh, at the at the convention center where everyone is, and he's just sort of looking around the corner, looking grumpy. But I think in the English version they moved it to earlier in the episode. So the end, like the next time on Digital Digimon Digital Monsters, is the Ikari being taken up in the little um, in the bubble. Bubble, which looks like Teddymon's bubbles, actually. Well, his were hearts. Yeah, but they remind me of them. Yeah, I guess. It's weird that... This is another one of the situations of, just like, like, Digimon developing weird powers that are completely meaningless. Mm. What did you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? It was fine. I mean, a, a lot goes on, and I kind of, like... I, I'm, I appreciate uh, the activity, because, again, so much stuff happens in this show where you go, 
nothing is happening. Nothing is happening, and the show has no plans to make anything happen. Um, but at the same time, I don't think a lot went on, but nothing was really achieved. More is achieved in the in the next episode, in my opinion. Mm. Despite that, uh, it's mostly fighting. <laughs> Whereas in this one, it was just really just like people talking about stuff. Yeah. So how did it compare to what you thought about this episode prior to watching it? Hmm. What did I... I don't remember what I said in the, in the synopsis. I think you just said that the uh, Joe's quest activation would be pretty mediocre and the, this this episode wouldn't would be like, alright, I think? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, that that strikes me as probably correct. We at least should start paying attention to where. Oh, it's because like, we did it. We we said it like on Tuesday. Yeah, so I think we should like make notes like while we're doing that, just so we know more to talk about. But I guess like people who are watch who had just listened to this episode will already know because they would have listened to obnoxious synopsis like like forty minutes ago or something. Yeah, it's just within the same episode. Yeah. So yeah, you you, you um, I know for sure that you said that you wouldn't like Joe's crest activation, I think. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't amazing. But it was better than you thought, I thought it you was. Said. It was um it was impressive that they managed to swing it to make sense. But at the same time, I don't think that fight was that interesting. And I don't think it furthered the plot at all. It was a hazard that was introduced and then disposed of. So, what differences did you notice, and th- did you think that they were justified? Um, primarily, I noticed that Hikari was super annoying. Like, would just be really awful—not awful, but um, just way, way, way whinier, and just I got really sick of her really fast. Mm. Which, what well, I get it—I guess the classic is, oh, you know, she's she's a child, and that's how children are. No, but she's more annoying than just a child. Yeah, I think so too. Episode thirty-seven, Vamdamon is still going through the children. Pico Devimon arrives and says, "Oh, look, we found the eighth child." Well, he says, "I found the eighth child," which is a lot. Or maybe it was just in the English version, but in one version, he definitely says, "Oh, I found the eighth child." So he puts the kids to sleep. And it almost sounds like he's going to eat them. He says, oh, I'll, I'll, savor, I'll savor them for later, which, like, he's super going to eat them. But in the dub, he's just saying, oh, I'll find a way to deal with them. So, like, it's still pretty ominous, but it doesn't sound like, like, it's not definitely I'm going to savor them for later, as in I'm going to eat the children. I don't know. You should probably eat the children. So Mimi's crest wakes her up, and for some reason I've just written, to OP, please nerf. <laughs> And um, so Ty comes in and beats up more Bakemon for some reason, and he says in the dub, they didn't stand a ghost of a chance, because they're ghosts, and it's the saying, ghost of a chance. It's the worst saying. And then Koshiro explains Digimon to Matt's dad. Um, he, he notices, te- and then Yamato's dad's like, a Kansai dialect? Because he, you know, he notices that Tentomon's speaking a Kansai dialect. So first of all, like this episode has a lot of references to Japanese stuff, and there are Japanese puns. Yeah, I ha- did you notice the Japanese puns? Like we'll talk about them more later, but a lot of references to Japanese. There was a notes thing, uh, like one of the sub notes about Nanimon later. 
Oh yeah, because um, when Imato's dad sees um, sees Garumon, he says uh, Nane, like something something Nani Mono, which means like basically who are you, what are you, but it also sounds like he says Nani, are you Nani Mon? And then Garumon says, No, I'm not Nani Mon, I'm Garurumon. Which I totally don't get, and obviously you need to change. A lot of this Japanese stuff, while interesting, like you can't put it in a, in a dub. It's impossible. Yeah, so they basically just make it him, he's freaking out and saying, who are you? Even though he's like much more relaxed, well, comparatively to how you should be when you see a giant blue wolf standing next to your son. Are you saying that you wouldn't be freaked out if a giant blue wolf was standing next to your child? I'd be excited because they say Digimon! No, but you don't know what they are. Well, if I, okay, if I didn't know what they were, I'd be freaked out, yes. Exactly. But he's like, but he seems cooler than... A cool a cucumber. <laughs> I'm a cool dad. No, he is though. He is the hot dad. That that's his that's his character. It's a anyway. hot dad. It's a cool dad. Yeah, no, he's a hot dad. Um, so then Joe and TK are talking to Wizardmon, and he says, "I have to give this to Hikari." And then Joe and TK go to light. Like, <laughs> what 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 light? Are you, what light are you talking about? So they're literally making the joke of her name's Hikari. She has a crest of Hikari. Um, but in the dub, this is just... Um, well, they make... realise, based on that joke, they go, wait a minute, wait, are you saying Hikari's the eighth child? Yeah, but in the dub, they basically go, wait, who's Hikari? We don't know Hikari. So they basically make them forget the name of Kari because they don't want to make a joke that wouldn't make sense, which I guess is fair enough. Like, what, what else would they put there? Like, that, like, I guess they could be more bewildered, like, say... Wait, you mean they could have said, "Oh, wait, you mean Ty's little sister first? But um, I guess their reaction was more confused than that. So that to make them forget who Hikari was, I guess. Well, Kari, I guess. Well, the dub. The, yeah. Also, like the crest of light doesn't mean as much in um in English. Mm. Not his his sister's na- not named Light. This isn't you know Death Note. Hmm. So then we go back to the the children with who are with um, Yamato and Tekuru, Joe and Wizamon approach them. Wizamon revi- oh first of all Tekuru and he hugs his dad and I think that was really cute. Anyway, so Wizamon uh, revives Lilymon and in the dub Lilymon gets up and says hi yeah, which sort of implies that she's about to like hit, but in the in the in the original it doesn't seem that like she's gonna fight. But the defensive stance they take kind of justifies yeah. their concern about violence. Yeah, so Tekadu's still saying, don't, well, wait, don't attack him, even in the original. But it didn't seem that Lilymon was going to fight. It's just that I guess he was being a bit preemptive. He was saying straight away, don't worry, he's good. Even though I don't think Lilymon, like, I don't think it crossed her mind yet to beat up Wizardmon. I don't know. Like, at this stage, I think we've all discovered that violence is, in fact, the answer. Yeah. So then... Hikari's brought to Vandamon, and then he says, why did you reveal yourself? And she says, you're hurting everyone. And this is more or less the same in the, um, in the dub as well as the original. That's nice and heroic. I mean, I guess it's kind of like, you shouldn't hear people because hurting people's bad. Oh no, not hurting people. So then Tailmon pretends not to know her. Until Pico Devimon pulls Hikari's hair, and then Talmon goes, "No, Hikari!" And it's really kind of cute because her reaction just she, she seems kind of caring and cute. In English, this bit is so much worse. Oh, like it's really interesting actually in in Japanese because uh, 
you know, nothing happens. Um, but in English, she goes, I don't know who this is. That's not the eighth child. And and, her, and Kari just goes like, huh? Like, she's confused. Like, what do you mean? Of course I am. <laughs> Where you'd, you'd imagine that she would be, I don't know, more readily happy to, like, support the lie. Which would be ideal, obviously, because it's stopping her from dying. Yeah. I don't know. I found it, I found it frustrating is all. I kind of find all of it cute, but I guess I really like Digimon. It's true. You do do you do like <laughs> Digimon a lot. I was there. Yeah. All the others find Vamdemon and they all attack, but they don't really do much. It blows them away and until Wizardmon attacks Vamdemon from behind and then he throws Hikari her crest. Then Taichi and Mimi arrive and then Tai throws her Digivice. Pico and then because she holds holds it up in the air like an idiot. Pico Devimon grabs it. <laughs> oh my it god, her. I love that. She's holds it up there, and then the devil ball shows up and she's like, I'm gonna keep holding it up. Alright, so I'm I'm just gonna pause for a second and I just want everyone to know that um because I'm using Evernote to keep my notes, uh Evernote has a weird autocorrect and it doesn't like some of the words. So um like we've had some pretty bad ones throughout this, which I've just sort of almost said but stumbled over. So First of all, it says Tight throws her her digitize. Amazing. And then Metal Grapemon does nothing. None of their attacks do anything. So yeah, Metal Grapemon. Uh, go go Metal Grapemon. My the best Digimon. But yeah, continue. I just had to point that out that it said Metal Grapemon. I was just talking about how Kari's a huge idiot. <laughs> just holds it up. The Devil Ball shows up, and she's like, "I'm gonna keep holding it. Oh, I'm yep. not gonna I'm not gonna hold it tightly enough though that um that he can't just take it right out of my hand." Because I'm stupid. So then Patamon looks at TK, they nod at each other, and basically Patamon, he doesn't say this, but I, I, I know, like, he thought it. He said, he was like, well, better go freaking single-handedly save everyone again. So he evolves for the third time ever. <laughs> and this actually, like, hurts Famdemon. Also, what I've noticed is in the Japanese version, the end of his evolution always ends with church bells. Oh. I guess they could afford to add it because it only happens like probably less than ten times in the whole series. But, but it's uh, not yeah. about affording to add it; it's about affording to take it away. I mean, in the original, they kept it. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, yeah. but I, th I did. I noticed that they because I listened to it, listened for it in the dub, and they don't have it. They just have the usual Digimon sounds in background and screeching. But yeah, his attack actually hurts Vamdemon. Because, you know, I, I'm pretty sure at this point we know that Angemon is stronger than all the champions. Angemon is strongest one of all. And that's why he's only evolved three times. Not that it could be useful or anything. No, there's no way. Yeah, at all. I guess that it makes sense because I think Patamon understands how distraught TK was. And that's why he hasn't evolved much. And I think that's why they had to look at each other. Like, you, that we, with any of the other kids, we don't have... The, there's not an agreement of... Let's okay. It's should I digivolve? Yes, should I should digivolve? It's more of a sort of um, oh, Gumon, you have to digivolve sort of thing. But this is more of a should I? Yes, you should. Sort of like a you can do it. Like they seem like they more they talk about it more because of the fact that he died. So, yeah. yeah, his death was so weird too because his death kind of confirms that he was this really terrible. Um, uh, oh God, what's the word? Uh. When you give backstory, it's Chekhov's gun. No, no, no. It's it starts with an E. It's not extrapolate. Um, oh God, I said it last episode. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what I don't know either. Uh, he was a really like terrible exposition machine. Oh right, yeah. And that's all his purpose was. And now that he's done, just just get rid of him. You don't, we don't need him anymore. Mm. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, it it I think I appreciate when Patamon evolves more because it doesn't often happen. Like, I think I said, oh, yeah, Panama's evolving. It's always, like, it always feel it's more meaningful because it doesn't happen often. I guess. It's going to be, I guess, double meaningful when he gets the, the ultimate perfecty, whatever. Yeah. Hope you like waiting. Uh, yeah, I assumed it would take a really long time. Yeah, because I guess Angemon took a long time. So, Vamdemon aims his attack at Hikari. Uh, Wizardmon jumps in the way. So then there's a clip of Hikari screaming with de with the dead Wizardmon's reflection in her eyes, and this is cut out. So her Digivice reacts, Pico Devimon drops it, because I guess he didn't have a good grip on it either, and then Ty throws it back to him. Bamdemon says, no, or in the English version, no, not her, and then Taomon evolves, and my goodness, I love Joe's face. Like, he's just, like, biting on his nails, and, he, like, everyone just sort of looks like, ah, oh, and this sort of blank face. But he's actually, like, he's got his mouth open, he's going, ah. Oh. Yeah, no. And uh, then when Angel, Angel Woman, who is, who is Tailmon's evolution, says, Vamdemon, why are you doing this? You are bad. And Vamdemon says, it is my destiny to combine the human world with the digital world and plunge the world into darkness so I can be the ruler of both worlds. Which, and Myodismon says, I'm a vampire. I'm going to turn the human world, world dark. And, I'm a vampire. Blah. Blah. And, but I'm just going to rule the digital world and become the digital world's king. So I'm just like, like okay. But yeah, so in the Japanese version, it's like straight up he wants to combine both worlds. In the English version, you're just like, I'm going to just, like, destroy this world and then just become the king of the digital world. It's like, why? Seems reasonable. So then Angel Woman uses her an attack that basically restores the strength to all the other Digimon, but for some reason in the dub they say, okay, let's all transfer our power to Angel Woman, even though they're just attacking. Um, <laughs> I, I thought that was so weird. It's like, aim, like, shoot your missiles into the void and they'll become energy somehow. All right. So, and why don't they do, do that all the time? Yeah. Is well, it is it have, only they, they do it bef they they have they do at some point in the seven series of Digimon at combined attacks. Is it like only because you have a healer in the party now? Well, that... I guess that's kind of a thing. Like she's basically like a paladiny sort of. I like her. <laughs> she's pretty. She has pretty hair and pretty face. And again, she has the mask. So then she fires an arrow, and it pierces through Vamdemon's chest, and he dies. Fantastic. So then the Fuji building's ball drops, um, falls off. So I'm going to think I'm going to call this episode Angel Cat Lateral Damage. Because I thought that was funny. I don't care if it, no one else does. It's, it's not like, funny. You are right. It's kind of like, you know, collateral damage. But it's cat lateral damage. You mean but, like the game called cat yes, lateral damage? I know, but but I was like, no, I have to make it one step further. So it's angel cat lateral damage because angel woman is an angel. Did and you that know? Is my joke. Do you know what makes things not funny when you have to fully explain the joke? You know what makes things not funny? What? Your voice. Ooh. Ooh, I Ooh. did it. Yeah, but yeah, so unless you can think of a better title, it's going to be called that. I like. I don't really care. But uh, basically, yeah, I, I name all the episodes because I'm the one who edits them. 
Um, in case you haven't noticed, so any of the bad jokes or things that you haven't been like get the reference of, um, you can just blame me. Yes, do not blame me. It's very also, important. If you ever, if anyone ever wants to suggest titles for any of the episodes before we record them, maybe if they're funny enough, I will be get be, be so lazy or I'll just say yeah, that that I can't be bothered thinking of a title. And yeah, so that'll be nice. Yeah. Anyway, so. In the Japanese version, they'll say, oh, yeah, we won. And then Hikari says, but wait, the fog remains. But in the dub, Kari says, wait, but the fog's getting bigger. And then Joe wonders if they've somehow made Myotismon stronger. And then the narrator said something about something spoilery in the English version. Yeah, I I, I don't know what is going on at the end. So, yeah, the the English version talks more about it. But the Japanese version doesn't, so I guess we don't know what's going to happen next because the Japanese version did doesn't say unless you watch the, the the next time on, which I instructed Jay not to. In canon, you're not meant to know things. Yeah. Just so, pretend. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? Look, there's so much fighting. There's the fight is so long, but at least it accomplishes the end of. You know what? I complained about Devimon, but at least I understood his plan. At least I got it. At least mm. it totally made sense. But holy crap. I, I was so sick of it by this point. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about his motivations next episode. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, so how did this episode compare to what you thought before watching this episode? Uh... God, it's. I th I think in my head it was just. I think was all perfects the name in the synopsis. It was perfects attacked together, sparkling there. angel woman. See, in the subtitle I had, it, sub the subtitle usage I had said all perfects attacked together, which would have been completely different. And I've gone, okay, they all evolved to perfect, and then we've had a whole discussion about Patamon becoming perfect level, which would have yep. been wrong. But at the same time, uh. I only I assumed it was just Angel Angel Woman and Angelmon and you know, so I was obviously surprised by how many dudes evolved. And if I'd known that, obviously the fight would have been much longer. I would have guessed. Also, if like just we know that Angelmon's stronger. How how strong would Angelmon's perfect be though? It's unfair. It is unfair how how strong he is comparatively. Yeah. So, what difference did you notice, and did you think they were justified? I don't think I saw a lot of differences. Yeah, there were not a lot of differences. That's why we probably uh, breezed through the episode in, it, like, half the amount of time we covered it for episode 36. I guess the big one is that, um, besides that Kari is kind of stupid when Tailman is trying to act like she's not the eighth child. Um, she's kind of like, what about me? Like, huh? But you do know me. What? Um... Just it might be just because it's English voice acting because the line's pretty much the same, but it's when Izzy's talking to Matt's dad about the Digimon. Uh, in Japanese, they're like they're not kaiju. There's these things called Digimon, and they're our friends. Like some of them are our friends, some of them are not. And he kind of just kind of explains it. But when he's talking in English, he's like they're 
Those aren't monsters. Those are our friend monsters. No, precisely. They are called digital monsters. Like, he, they always make him so pretentious in everything he says. It's, it's, those aren't monsters. They're Digimon. Which, like, yeah, well, Digimon, it, to be it's, precise. It's a big... It's a problem that Digimon is a proper noun. It's not something that has a meaning to it. Not to an average person. When you say, that's not a monster, that's a Digimon, that is a meaningless sentence. Um... And uh, he sounds like a completely insane person. And Matt's dad sounds like a huge idiot when he's just like, well, I guess I'll take your word for it, 10-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. And no. also the, the ending part, they changed a bit from, oh, the fog's remaining. And for some reason, they say that the fog is getting bigger. Mm. Which well, is not, it's remaining. I get that one, at least. Getting bigger is a is a threat. But I guess in the future that's going to come back at you. Like, oh, you screwed up. <laughs> what episode do you think was better? In the obnoxious synopsis, you said the second episode was would be better. What do you think? I mean, I think that's what you said. <laughs> I, I think I recall that. So, uh, but I think I also said I didn't have that much to go on. In the end, while the first one's pacing was better, I think more was achieved in the second, and I actually appreciate that overall, because I think the series has a problem of not getting to the point ever. Hmm. The pacing so, was definitely good in the first one. I think the first one ha- was was a big setup, and then it paid off nothing. Whereas well, it paid the... off a bunch of fights. Yeah. Well, here was a big one, big fight, and honestly, as much as I don't like the fighting in the show because I think it's pointless most of the time. Uh, what I want, if if I had to choose, I'd pick one big fight over three small fights because I would prefer the fights not to be pointless. If they have a point to them, that's fine. But I found that almost none of them in the first episode did. Especially the one with Zudamon in it, which makes that transformation really sad. Mm. Because that is there was no necessity to that fight. There was no reason for a thing to be on the bridge. And I get how that sounds, which is to say, oh, Joe never had to end up in the diner, and they never had to have that fight. But that was an enemy plan, at least. That made sense. This was a D&D random encounter. You're walking through the woods and are attacked by random brigands. Mm. If they weren't there, the story wouldn't change at all. There's no impact of this. You could have skipped forward and lost nothing. So, uh, what did you think about uh, Wizardmon's death? Because I know an obnoxious synopsis, something you did say was, you'd say, well, I really doubt that it's this, but I bet like he sacrifices himself and that's what makes... I um, forgot I one, said that. Oh my god. Yeah. So you full on like perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect. Uh, get it because she's a pet. Perfect. So oh, oh, yeah, because so what good. you said was like along the lines of oh, I don't so think this is gonna be what happens, but oh, I'm um, this happens, and I was like, oh, do you want that to happen? You said no. Yeah, and you know what? That's exactly my stance right now. And Wizardmon was a one of the most competent Digimon around. Because he's he's it was just magic, and also like, uh, his death proves that he was an exposition machine. He was a guy to hold a crest and a digivice and to move it around, and to accomplish nothing. What his position is is reducing the amount of stuff that Gatamon needs to do independently. Mm. Like that's it, and it's his death proves that he's a narrative device, not a character, which sucks. Because he could have been very interesting. No, 
I, I would have liked to see Wizard Bond, you know, walking along with them for the rest of the season, being in season two. I like, I like him as a character. Like, I, I wish they would have kept him as a character. It is established now that he never ever does or says anything that isn't directly related to Gardamon. Yeah, well, that's basically why he's there. He's there to make Gardamon evolve because he's like, he's basically Gardamon's first and only until Hikari friend. Yeah, this is um, I think he's. A fairly good example of, despite it being, uh, I, I want to talk about. I don't say opposite gender because they're Digimon and it's confusing, but uh, it's a, a slightly different sexy lamp situation. Hmm. <laughs> um, well, it's a sexy, it, or is it? It might be. It might be woman in the fridge. I don't know. It's one of those tropes. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the fridge one. <laughs> Like, they do seem to really want to give these eight-year-olds PTSD by having, like, their friends die in front of them. Because, you know, Tekadu's Digimon died in front of him. Um, hey, have you ever Hardy's killed an eight-year-old's Digi- friends? It's really, it's really satisfying. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, right. So, we met some... Uh, moving on. We met some Digimon in these episodes. Whole so, bunch. F- first of all, we have Mega Seedramon. Uh, it's Life of the Sky Dragon. Is that it? <laughs> Look, it's a giant snake with a mask. If everything I said about Seedramon totally applies to this thing as well, but right, now so it has I... a bridge attached to it. So I guess let listen to episode two if you want to hear about what Jay thinks about Seedramon. It's true, you should do that. Alright, so what about Zudomon? Um, I don't know, Zudomon? His design's really awkward. I don't know what it is. I just don't, I kind of don't like it. But... How did it? How's it measure up to what you thought Zudamon would look like when I asked you? Totally don't remember what I said. You was... said basically Ikakumon, but with metal strapped to him, also with a hammer. Uh, that's almost correct. He gets a shell, and I would never have seen that coming. Um, but yeah, this I don't Damn know. Damn you all to shell. <laughs> Damn you all to shell. I don't. I don't think he's that interesting compared to. I don't, his design. I don't want to say he's busy, because it's not busy, not especially not compared to, say, like Metal, Greymon or anything. Or Wegrumon, whose design makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it's just he's just not amazingly interesting. Which is which is what I want. I want him to be really interesting, but it's not. I don't know, it's just sad. Um Okay, that's the next episode. All right, uh, right so we see we saw a bunch of others, didn't we? Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I'm just waiting. I was just waiting for you to uh, to talk about Zudamon. So the next one is Tuskmon. Uh, Tuskmon, besides him being really weirdly named because he doesn't have tusks, it's no easy tusk. Like he just doesn't have tusks. It, it actually gets to me that he just. Why is he called that? And what about Sneemon? I love Phantom. I swear it's just Scyther. I, it's yeah, but he flies. He's Flyther. Like I don't think Scyther can actually fly. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Can can Scyther fly? Yeah, he's got wings. Can he learn fly? He's got little. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I know, but I think Snymon's scarier. Scyther's cute. I would want to cuddle with Scyther. I wouldn't want to cuddle with Snymon. He's scary. He would go. Sure, that's exactly what he would do. No, he's scary. He looks like green Kawagamon, but thin. Er. So, what about Angelwomon? Angelwomon's cool. Like, she looks, she's Angelmon, 
and I, I would ask, I would have entered a whole thing about why they're the same, but we, we've already gone into like light and hope being related. So yeah, I get, and I like, get that. Basically, girl, and pretty angel woman. As angel I've said woman. before, the um, the face thing, if it's because it's religiously based, all of a sudden you've got this face mask on for like. No- Thank you so much for pointing that out to me, because I I never noticed that until like when I started watching Digimon with you, and you said, "Wow, how come all the holy ones have their face covered?" And I was like, "Oh God." It's just that, like, it happened twice, and I don't know why, I, I, yeah, I have no base point for why it happens. Arguably, Vandemon has his face covered, kind of. You can see his eyes, but it's got, like, got a red, like, bandana. Ben. Maybe he's holy. No, no, it's, it's it's specifically this big metal plate. Yeah, yeah. It's... With, like, a cross, usually, and sometimes big googly eyes. Oh gosh, I cannot unsee that now I've seen that picture of him. It's just that it's slightly lighter coloured as well. Yeah, they do, like, the the things on his helmet do look a bit like googly eyes. So join us next time on How I Met Your Digimummy. We watch Prophecy, and I'm not going to read either of the Japanese titles because they're too spoilery, and obviously I won't in the obnoxious synopsis, but I will read them at the start of episode 20. So yeah. And what's the other one, Jay? The other one is the Battle for Earth. Yeah, so that's great. So I forgot to say this earlier, but if you want to contact us, we're lostintranslationmon at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. We've got a thread on with the will. You can comment on at, on at this episode or you can message us on SoundCloud and we'd really appreciate it if you reviewed us on iTunes or Stitcher. And the show notes will be linked in the description. And we'll see you next, next week for the end of wo- the real world arc. Bye-bye. Also, the battery is 9%, so notice the lack of rush this time. Yay. Good job, everybody. See you guys.